There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Oh, hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love motion pictures. This is Doug Loves Movies, last ep of the year. Last bonus ep of the year. It's Friday, December 30th, but you're going to hear this on Monday, January 2nd or later. So happy New Year's to the listeners and almost New Year to my very special guest today. Yeah, this is a motherfucking theme episode. My guests are the stars and producers and actors and creators and directors of a film currently on VOD, wherever you V your D. It's called The Disappearance of Toby Blackwood, and they are Joe Ahern, Doug Mellard, and Dana DiLorenzo. Hello, everybody. Hey. hey. Hello. Hey. Hi, Doug. Hey, gang. Hi, Joe. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having to... us, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's you. get a let's get a high from every possible combination, and uh, <laughs> it'll be like the opposite of the end of an episode of the Waltons. <laughs> um, let's actually meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. Yeah, a little twist there. The twists. This is like a Knives Out podcast because the twists <laughs> do not stop coming, and they just go deeper. Let's first begin with uh, one of the stars of this aforementioned film. It's Dana DiLorenzo. Hey, Dana. Hi, Doug. How you doing? Happy New Year. Pretty good. Well, yeah, we're sort of in it. We're pretending that it's the new year. I know. um, I know. I'm very good at pretending. It's a real showbiz thing, Dana. Have you ever, as an actress, had to like do like a Christmas special in August, that sort of shit? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's like that. My it's so ingrained to like not lie and to just work to it's hey, it's January 2nd. It's not the 30th. Yeah. But to be yeah. honest, Doug, for all I know, I just got off of a red eye and I'm so have you ever been so exhausted that you feel high, but you're not. But like, that's where I'm at. So it could be January 2nd. It could be the 30th. I'm just I'm going with what you said, because you're the host. It's your show. And I like to pretend with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is now, all right. I'm going to stop. I'm done. I've done my time. You don't have to have a speech prepared. <laughs> do you know me at all? You don't have to. <laughs> I do. I do. And I bet you both uh, will, you know, I'll ask one of them about it right, right now because the next guest that I'm going to introduce, he's the titular character of the film we're celebrating today. And I never tire of saying titular. <laughs> it's the co-host of uh, Wide World of Dugs, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Mellard. Hey, dude. I never tire of listening to you say titular. 
know, that's just uh, that's just the way you uh, you do it, Melly Mel. Are you? Um, my question to you, you know, I've seen the motion picture and I enjoy it very much. And my question is, uh, do you worry that you'll get typecast as a weirdo conspiracy theorist who disappears? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I just worry that I'll be typecast as a weirdo in general because I'm a weirdo in general. I think you'd agree. So, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. But, you're definitely headed down that path. <laughs> but I had fun playing a weirdo. It's 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 pretty freeing to just be an absolute wacko. Yeah. Well, also you were you're you're more um, a high energy weirdo. You're more of a in real life. You're a more low energy weirdo. Kinda. I don't know. Casual weirdo. That's what I'd say. Uh, I'm all <laughs> over the place with energy. I guess you're like dress casual weirdo. <laughs> suit, suit casual weir- rumpled suit weirdo. Um, <laughs> Suit coat, baseball hat, weirdo. Listen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however you slice it, you're very funny in the film, and it was also uh, something of a miracle. This is what happens with all movies. We're going to talk about this a little later in the show. The uh, you know roles meant for one person it ends up somebody else does it, and uh, everyone thinks, well, that's who it was meant for. Like Doug, you were not supposed to play toby blackwood but then you ended up doing it and i you know watching the movie i just can't i can't think of another actor who would have uh you know embodied the role better oh thanks well yeah like you know the whole film was shot during lockdown so it's kind of a challenge as far as trying to find someone at the time that had uh the backdrop that we needed uh and so i would happen to be in new mexico for that time and there was a lot of area where I could just freely film shit. And uh, <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, I was really nervous to fill in because I haven't done anything like this before. But, oh, man, once we got going, it was so fun. Such a good Yeah. Time. And, uh, yeah, it just you're, it was a practical decision. But also, uh, I know I feel this way sometimes when I'm, like, you, you know, trying to make videos and stuff out in public. Like, did you, when you were acting nutty sometimes, were you ever just like, was it hard to get a good take because you're self-conscious about going so over the top and and somebody could wander by? Oh, God, yeah. Some of the things (laughs) that were said by not just me, but my character in particular, like I would yell things in a very quaint part of Santa Fe where I'm yelling about drinking piss. And like, I'm having to like text neighbors like, Hey, what you're about to hear is going to be pretty weird, but we're just making make believe over here. Uh, pretty, pretty weird. Pretty strange. I'm glad we weren't arrested. Yeah. Cause you also, you know, went the no permit route, I'm sure. Uh, so like, you know, you just didn't want anyone to know you were actually making a movie. Right. Uh, some some of the time, maybe. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, we can't, we can't let SAG know that, about that. <laughs> well, I, you know, would never let any SAG member listen to this podcast. This is a real, it's real exclusive. We don't need, we don't need no, uh, none of those types. Although I guess I'm talking about myself here, but that's one of the things I would like to say next after I introduce the director, co-writer, star of the film, first-time guest on Douglas Movies. It's Joe Ahern. Hey, Joe. Hey, Doug. Thanks so much for having us on. Uh, I'm really psyched to be here. Um, hey, Joe, you want to give it a go? Uh, <laughs> sure. He got yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk about... Do you uh, get an extra charge when you hear that Lady Marmalade song and they say that, hey, Joe, you want to give it a go? Do you kind of be like, nod to yourself, like, yes, I would like to give it a go. That's that's my that's my alarm clock every morning, Doug. Oh, my God, what a great way to wake up. Give it a go, Joe. <laughs> gitchy, gitchy, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, man, uh, I just thought of a good TikTok, though, is somebody enjoying their coffee and saying, uh, <laughs> but using a, that piece of the song, like referring to the coffee as, as Joe. Wow. I love it. Anyway. I love it. Um, uh, okay, so you were saying? um yes so yeah doug kind of hit on it but um yeah we wanted to just try and try and do something during lockdown um that you know we we when we made this thing or when we were making it where the goal was to have it get out there in uh 2020 or 21 but you know that didn't materialize but 
I, I think we were trying to rush to get this out there, like because COVID might go away. We were like, what if you know this this gets solved so quickly? Our movie's going to be irrelevant, all that. But uh, you know, the the deeper we got into it, we obviously realized that it wasn't going away. Um, but um, but yeah, it, yeah. it was it was a challenge because we we pretty much had no crew, so we you know film uh the you know the main two characters we'd shot with a movie camera and then every other character that these two guys would come across uh was kind of from their perspective as a facetime or zoom so you know it opened us up to working with people we would have never in a million years gotten to work with so that that was really exciting and um it's also well, you uh, know I, I enjoyed it because I find that lockdown movies, whether they're movies that are pretending there wasn't a lockdown, but they made a movie anyway. And yeah. then movies that include the lockdown have lots of zoom stuff and, and FaceTimes and whatnot. I, I find, I found that whole genre to just be lacking. Like everyone was doing it because they kind of had to, but nothing really worked until I saw your movie because it, it incorporates it in a way that's not only true and real, but also yeah, you, you keep it interesting. It's not it's not like you're sitting staring at any one of these kind of depressing uh, things that we had to deal with during lockdown. Uh, you know, people don't want to people are already tired of Zoom from their own meetings that they have to go to, you know, so they're not going to turn to their entertainment looking the same way. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that. That was that was one of our. Yeah, that was one of our goals from the from the get go is to not make this thing feel so claustrophobic and, you know, not to, you know, either there are definitely some pretty solid movies that were done entirely over Zoom, but we felt that that would get, you know, quickly become an overused device and it wouldn't have the best shelf life. So we were like, how do we how do we make this world not feel so claustrophobic while largely taking place in two apartments? Um but having the you know the zooms and the facetimes be from the the two main characters' perspectives, we thought would make it just give it a little make it a little more dynamic. Um, but um, it's all a testament to how good of our editor, uh, good of an editor uh, Dan Riddle is. You know, we gave him this so many separate elements, and to have it to make it feel cohesive was was uh, you know just uh, kudos to him. And I, I don't know what movie we would have had if if you know if we didn't have him. So, um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of a, a, to be honest with you, I can't think of a comedy that was done using kind of like a more of a kind of a zoom kind of a, everybody's locked down kind of thing. Like they did a father of the bride thing. Uh, uh-huh. that was all people on zooming with each other, Steve Martin and the rest of the father of the bride characters. And, uh, it was just, it, it's, it's, a, it just was always so rough, you know? And, um, so I just thought that it was very refreshing to, uh, how it's handled in, in this movie. And it, and it also is like a timestamp because it really was at that, where, where things were at that moment. Cause you know, now everybody's running around like the pandemic's over, but you know, there's still new crazy, uh, variants coming out of, uh, uh, coming out into the world. So. Yeah. Uh, on that note, <laughs> on that fun note, let's play some fun trivia games. And oh, let me ask you this, or just say, I just want to make a statement, Joe, and that is thank you for uh, putting me in the movie so so very briefly. Um, you know, because I'm sure I got paid the same as a lot of people that were in it, like you know, that worked all day or something. And um, uh, but you also got me a seat on the uh, residual train because. <laughs> Because it is SAG, I'll st- I'll get some checks. You know, yeah. I don't know how much yeah. they'll be for or how long it'll take. But <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you putting me on that uh, on that train. Oh, my pleasure, Doug. We're psyched to have you. And every time uh, your lot your uh, your scene comes up, you you get a laugh every single time we've seen it in a in a room full of people. So. Um, yeah, we're thank you for being a part of it. I <laughs> yeah. appreciate it's, it. It's a highlight of the movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sure saw the movie you're... and it was my least favorite part, but okay. Are you? So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I was thinking today as I was getting ready for this, when I looked in the mirror that like my hair is even longer than it was then. And, <laughs> we shot that. and, you know, we shot, you know, I think you thought you, I think Doug Mellard, you probably thought of me for this particular role. 
uh, probably because of how crazy my hair was at the time. And now, uh, now my hair is even crazier looking. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So it's time for recommendation nation, which is a part of the show where, uh, we normally ask the guests, uh, I ask the guests to recommend a movie and lately I've been putting restrictions on it and, uh, and types of movies. And of course we did holiday movies. Uh, but, uh, for this episode, since we're right on the cusp of the time when everybody makes resolutions, and everybody, actors, filmmakers, comedians, uh, you know, we all sort of uh, have that movie that we've always heard is amazing and great. And for whatever reason, we haven't watched it yet. So I'm looking for your resolution movie, a movie that you've never seen that you think, damn it, I should really in 2023. It's about time I watched from beginning to end, because there's a lot of movies that I feel like I've seen because i've seen so much so many parts of it like because it's a classic movie and you see all the little bits and pieces but there's you know there's certainly some i have that i'd love to just watch all, all the way through let's start with dana unless I, you don't have one oh i definitely have one. Oh, i definitely okay. have one um perfect <laughs> and it's uh, because i think i'm the only person on the planet who hasn't seen it. Um, and it's even more offensive because I'm one of the luckiest people on the planet that I got to be there and work there for three years, but I have yet to see the first or any of the Lord of the Rings. At uh, all. Well, you know, once you've waited this long, now you've got a time commitment, you know, there was a time when you were like sitting around and one of those movies came out. And if you saw it, you got that got done with. You know what I mean? But if you just waited and waited, now you've got over nine hours of viewing that you'd have to pull off. I know. To, I know. To watch, to watch the trilogy. I know. And, then and what and, do you do about the other goddamn trilogy? And then now it's the TV series. Oh, you're, I you're didn't even so know about behind. the TV. Oh, my God. And so, see, this is why. This is why they keep getting pushed back because it's like, it just gets longer and longer and longer. If it was one, I could, you know, if it was like Jaws. Okay, well, I can manage two hours, but now I have, you know, an entire lifetime of movies to, to catch up on just to see the first one, at least. But, uh, yeah, wow. And no offense but, to those movies, but they're more serious than they are fun. And then to me, that takes a lot of the fun out of it. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> then again, then again, though, New Zealand. I mean, that that that's a reason to watch it in and of itself. Like I went to Hobbiton. What a what a jerk I am. I went. To, I didn't deserve to go to Hobbiton. <laughs> I didn't deserve, they even had the VHS in the, in the little like uh place we stayed to be able to watch it. And I put it on and fell asleep within 10 minutes. So I'm an, I'm, a, I'm, a, I am offended by myself to all the, uh, I've offended all the hobbits and I'm so very well, sorry. I give you a badge for achieving 10 minutes. Like you got to take it, you know, sometimes it's a one day at a time proposition <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I, some of these movies that are coming out now, they're so goddamn long that I'm just sort of like, you know what? Thanks to streaming. I really am going to start watching things. I'm going to turn a long ass movie into a limited series. Yeah. You know, I'm going to <laughs> say, okay, this seems like a good time for a break and then wait a day or so, especially if it's something I'm really enjoying. Cause then that's, that's part of the fun of series television is having to wait for the next episode. And uh, you know, with streaming, it's just like, uh, easy to just uh, binge it. But we're talking yeah. about movies. So, Doug, what's a movie that you've never seen that you should, that you feel like you should? Uh, oh, Batman Forever. No, I'm joking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that could be... Uh, I seriously think that it's weird that there's anybody out there that's missed a Batman movie because I think everybody likes to weigh in about who their favorite Batman is or their favorite Batman <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. And you, so you can't skip any of them and you got to watch the turds to really appreciate the, oh, uh, boy. the shiny they're ones. They're definitely worth them. <laughs> no, yeah. this, this is going to blow your mind. Uh, and this is crazy. I don't know how this has even happened, but I've never, this is embarrassing. I've never seen Goodfellas. <gasps> What's the matter with you? <laughs> And I know that, I love it, but I, I honestly, yeah. like, I'm, yeah, it's, it's That's, weird. See, that, that is, that is very, it's amazing because like, even, even amongst, uh, Martin Scorsese's work, I find it to be the most just easy to watch, 
mm-hmm. fucking fun sales by, I mean, shouldn't be fun really, but it is. And, uh, I only, you know, I, and I don't want to spoil it for you, Doug, but it, it, it doesn't, I think by the end of it, it's a little, it overstays his welcome a little bit, but it, what, a, what an amazing movie, uh, just oh. in terms of just the, the pacing and the, and the characters and, you know, it's infuriating. I, I started to watch, I didn't even finish it, that that long one that he did a few years back with a CGI Robert De Niro. The Irishman. Yeah, and I was just like, why didn't I just watch Goodfellas? That would have been a better year. Like, <laughs> Wait, did an Irishman just jump in to say the Irishman? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> like you're dying to talk about that movie at every every opportunity. I, hey, I, I know I, Irishman. I, I liked it because I, uh, you know, I've got I've got Irish. Uh, I, and, I, I, uh, never, I never I finished it. it. I never finished it. It was I right. love Scorsese, and I never what finished the Irishman. What is wrong with you guys? Well, that one, I, that is a, a movie that definitely springs to mind. That like I would have enjoyed it more if I had just done installments instead of forcing myself to just yeah you know, endure yeah. the the whole product. But uh, you know, I just I hope I hope everybody gives up quickly on this uh, you know de aging thing because. Yeah. all of De Niro's de aging scenes, like it, it just it's too hard. I can't. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird to look at. Yeah. It works. It doesn't. I don't mind it with like Sam Jackson in uh, in uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel because like the whole movie's a cart. You know, it's supposed to be a cartoon. You know, right? But these movies where it's like a realistic story, and then you have you bringing in special effects to make a older actor look younger. It's like, you know, hey, De Niro. So you don't want someone to have that break that you had where you got to play young Marlon Brando. You yeah. you you wish Marlon Brando had special effects to cover the job. Wow, such right. a hypocrite! He's a hypocrite. I... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, Scorsese wants to keep working with those guys. So if he can de-age them, like why not? You know, he gets to keep working with his favorite actor buddies right. and not not have to tell stories that are exclusively about old men. Yeah. You know, but he should find some young people. I think I think he's made enough <laughs> movies with both De Niro and DiCaprio that he could just find somebody, you know, no offense, Dana, but find somebody whose name doesn't begin with D.I. Uh, or D-E. Okay, well, I'm a D.E. D. I'm a D.E. You're a D.E., fortunately. Fortunately, yeah. you're D.E., so you don't qualify. But that's why I spelled it instead of saying just I don't say. work with any more D's. Well, so you what? You're saying they make the Irishman, too, and they should cast Joe Ahern? <laughs> I mean, as, the, as the actual Irishman, <laughs> I see where you're going. I see where you're what? going. De Niro was Irish in it. I don't even know who the Irishman was supposed to be. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what a, also, just it's just such a boring ass title. Why did they? Why were they? Call it was it? based on a real guy. Yeah. The guy. To, yeah. I mean, I don't well, want to spoil the, it for people, but the name yeah, of the book. Call, is, call the, it. The name of the book friends. is excellent. I think it's called "I Heard You Paint Houses." That's yes, a great. Yeah. That's a great title. That's um, really what it was called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But the guy was Irish, but he was like the you know the right hand man to the mob, and that's why he was the they called him the Irishman because he was yeah. an Irish guy in the mob. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it was yeah too long. But yeah. All right, Joe. I'll <laughs> your big shot with the with the uh, next Goodfellas. Uh, starring Dana, Irish. You know, I just don't like any movies about uh, Hoffa because uh, I you know there's no mention of hot dogs. Uh, all right what's your pick joe what's a movie you've Uh, never seen that you got to admit to everybody well i don't know if this is going to be i you know i try to watch all the uh end of the season you know the oscar films and i watch so many trailers doug that i i end up like driving my wife crazy because she hates watching trailers and um (laughs) By the time I, the the movie is out and I'm ready to go see it, I, I I've like worn myself out by seeing the trailer 40 times, and I or I'm, that's my excuse for not having seen. Um, I, I really always wanted to see that movie Nomadland, um, and I never got around to seeing. I know it's only been out for a couple of years now, but um, I must have watched the trailer 40 times. And I love uh, the director Chloe Zhao's first or not first film the previous film uh she had made the rider i thought was an excellent movie so i was dying to see nomadland and you know they the way they filmed it with a bunch of um 
like non-actors um throughout the the american west and uh yeah still uh still haven't seen it um but like Dana, I also haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, I don't feel no, so ma- bad. Well, you know, it doesn't matter when it takes place. We're talking about nomads in, in both of those films. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Frances McDormand's not looking for a ring. She is decidedly single. <laughs> in the film. But, um uh, I really like Nomadland a lot, but it's like it's like a mood piece, you know. And mm-hmm. you know what's? Can I can I confess something to everybody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't um, either. <laughs> I haven't either. Me neither. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm friends with Kumail, and I was excited that he's in it, and I think she's probably got you know an interesting take. And then when there was blowback, that kind of excited me a little bit. Like, oh, people don't. You know, when the fan, you know, when the fanboys don't love something, I kind of get excited about it because it might be more interesting to me because it might be a little less uh, of the kind of standard issue stuff that happens in those mm-hmm. movies. It but I is. just I just lost steam on it and it didn't happen. And then now, again, it's the same thing where like the Marvel stuff just keeps coming and uh-huh. I want to be up to date. And everybody always says Eternals kind of is almost standalone. Uh, yeah. in its world. So as long as I can get to it before Eternals 2, <laughs> then I should be good. And the way I said Eternals 2 just now, I, I think I sounded like Kevin in the office. Eternals 2. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are great. These are amazing uh, you know, picks for movies you've never seen that you should see, and everyone should see all three of these movies, in my opinion. And also, I wanted to throw into the mix the, the movie that I haven't seen in addition to Eternals, is um, I haven't seen Swiss Army Man. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I've just been extra fired up to try to, you know, get around to it because of liking everything everywhere all at once so much. That movie was amazing. Great movie. All right, well, we are going to uh, take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to play some games. And I, you know, I smell a really uh, highly competitive group here. Uh, so, cutthroat. <laughs> yes, it's going to be cutthroat, and yeah. we'll do. We'll start cutting throats right after this. We'll be right back. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back. I told you it'd be quick. Maybe I didn't. Anyway, <laughs> um, this first game we're going to play is something I made up uh, this morning because last night I watched Babylon. Ooh. In its entirety, speaking of movies, it'd be great broken up. And my favorite, well, there's so many things to talk about and, and, and in my opinion, like about Babylon. I know it's a highly polarizing film, but one of the things I loved about it is I believe it set the record for the longest amount of time before the title card appears because it's 30 minutes in. Wow. When it's like, oh, by the way, this is called Babylon. Wow. 
Yeah. And it's a fun 30 minutes. Like it's kind of like raising Arizona when it shows up about 18 minutes in, you're already having so much fun. You go, Oh fuck. I didn't even notice. They never said what this is called. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I, I really love the first half hour and then segments of it. And then the, I like the ending, but it's a, it's a lot in one sitting, but not, I, I got the impression from everybody because it's so cocaine fueled, all the characters do cocaine that it was good. And there's, you know, lots of orgies and stuff, but it's always, um, there's lots of slower scenes. Like there's, it's not like I was given the impression that it was like frenetic nonstop craziness for three hours, but boy, there is a lot of craziness in it. Like if there's, <laughs> if there's an opportunity for any body bodily fluid to come flying out of somebody, <laughs> oh my God. They, they take advantage of it. Yeah. Wow. And animals, animal shit. I mean, it's crazy, but it's crazy, but it's also like, it's that kind of crazy where like you're sitting there going, but not too crazy for me. You know, like I get <laughs> yeah. why people are like losing their minds over this movie. Like, Oh my God, the things that happen in this movie. But I wasn't really shocked by any of it. I was more just like impressed that this guy was just like, you know, whiplash, La La Land, first, uh, man, all of those films won Oscars. Like he's, he's three for three for like movies that win Oscars. And then he makes just this massive budget movie with just these insane shots where you're like, Oh, this is just about being over the top and insane. Like these battle sequences with all these people fighting on horses. It's crazy. Wow. Anyway, I can't wait to see yeah. that. It looks, it there's looks one really scene exciting. where there's a the joke is that there's a thousand extras fighting each other in the background while two people in the foreground are just having a little moment. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, and it's just for a silent film and they're waiting for the right sun, sun. They're waiting for that magic golden moment when the sun's going down, but it's, they're still making black and white movies. So that that's hilarious. Because that, <laughs> over the years, there's been so many stories of filmmakers that have like really punished their, everyone on the on the uh crew for not getting that you know magic hour you know not getting that right uh sunlight you know or dps that yell at everybody that you know oh, need get, that, we that need to get joe. a shot that was joe and our <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay ours, yeah no <laughs> i didn't mean to talk about babylon so much but i could babylon about that film hey, <laughs> all goddamn day like it's, it is so long that there's just so many things that come up in it that you're you know interesting to uh to discuss and also the fact that nobody's going to see it I, I, my girlfriend and I got to have an absolutely private screening. Uh, wow. the nice. Nobody else. Wow. Was in the yeah. And we didn't even look at our phones. Like if, uh, you know, whenever I'm alone in a movie theater, if the movie loses my interest at all, I'll like glance at my phone and, you know, check email or whatever. And, uh, I didn't pull my phone out once. It was that interesting for wow. three, three hours and nine minutes. Wow. Whoa. It's that long. Oh my wow. God. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane wow. how long every, every every aspect of it is just so big, but then it also it, it yeah it just has a lot of you know it's one of those movies where people that love movies or make movies can sit back and be like I get it more than people that aren't super into movies you know what I mean mm -hmm. like it, it's a little bit of a braggy like the people who really love it I think they also just love movies because it it is like a love letter to movies, but at the same time, it's a love letter to how, how in real life, you know, singing in the rain, uh, what those people in singing in the rain went through oh, when, yeah. they, when they were transitioning from, uh, you know, silent to sound, uh, was in a lot of cases, very tragic. So that's sort of what Babylon's about is about how fucked over some people got by that transition. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. But it's a big fun movie about it. It's so it's so I just love it so much. All right. So I, like, I like it more the more I talk about it. I like talking <laughs> about it more than watching it, maybe. Um uh but I'll definitely watch certain sequences again. Like if I'm in a multiplex, I might like slip in and watch watch it for a while. But a little it's, not gonna be in, it's, <laughs> it's not gonna be in theaters for long though, I'll tell you that. Uh, okay. So um it's already probably reduced to no matinees is just playing at night. Um but here's the game I came up with. Toby Maguire is featured in the film. He's a producer on it, but he also put himself in it much like, like a Doug Mellard would do. Uh, 
and he <laughs> uh, he plays a gangster zombie like just weird a horrible looking face but is supposed to be based somehow on charlie chaplin and uh it's weirder than it sounds oh okay. uh, yeah like it's i i gotta see the movie again just to figure out what the fuck was happening with toby mcguire but this game is called toby or not toby in honor <laughs> of both toby mcguire yeah. and toby blackwood <laughs> So I'm going to tell you a fun fact that may or may not be a fact about Toby Maguire. Okay. Maybe it may be a made up thing or a uh, actual fact tweaked to make it unfactual. <laughs> I love it. So uh, we're going to start with Dana, then we'll go to Doug, then we'll go to Joe. You each get your own individual facts. You tell me if it's Toby or not Toby. And if you get it right, you get a point. And uh, after I go through a bunch of them, we'll see who has the most points and uh, name a winner. Got it. Dana, you're up first. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think... <laughs> I think, I, I, I think you might know this one. Someone Wait, I just, doing... I just want to ask again. You made this game up last night? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this morning. Oh, this morning. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm your first, I'm the first contestant ever on this game right now. Has yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't I'm a play, little nervous. I can't, I can't uh, you know, I can't, these games that I think of, I don't commit them. I don't commit to them until day of, because if the guest cancels or something, you never know what's going to happen. Like, what if I, what if one of you couldn't do it? And I replaced, you got replaced with Toby McGuire. This game would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so i have to kind of work in a last minute mode but also you know also i like to keep things fresh as you'll see yeah my hands are second, sweating i'm nervous second game is super fresh but uh, see here's the deal dana some of these are going to be crazy easy and uh some are going to be you know more harder and or just a guess at least it's always a 50 50 guess yeah, that's true. Uh, here we yeah. go. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, you want to give it a go? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dana, Toby Maguire is a tournament winning poker player. Toby or not Toby? Toby. You think he plays poker and he's good at it? I mean, he's an actor. He lies for a living, right? So, oh, listen to you with your uh, uh, awesome logic. That is correct. Oh, was I right? Yes. Yes. Yay. Yeah, Dana's on Yay. the board. Dana. Oh, I feel like I'm a winner already. Well, wait till you see what happens next, Doug. <laughs> Dana D. Lorenzo has one point, but I want to ask you, Doug. Close friends with Leonardo DiCaprio, Toby or not Toby? Toby, for sure. Toby is close friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. It's true. Uh, he um, got the script for this. He's a producer on this movie, and both Brad Pitt and, uh, and uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie, they both read the script while they were working on uh, Once Upon a Time in hollywood wow and they both said yes to it and even though uh they both play characters that do and are a lot of similar things to that other movie including margot robbie has a scene in a movie theater watching herself acting a movie no she does yeah (laughs) (laughs) it works though it works all right wow it's just like how uh scorsese uses that one Rolling stone song in every movie okay joe (laughs) It's Joe's turn. Okay. Give it a go, All right. Joe. Toby or not Toby? Likes big butts and cannot lie. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Was almost replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal in Spider-Man 2. Toby or not Toby? I'm going to say not Toby. <gasps> Joe, say it isn't so. I thought you were going to give it a go. Uh, <laughs> it was semi-famously Toby because he fucked up his back doing Sea Biscuit. 
Uh, and then it was oh, like, oh, man, shit, man. I don't think I can do Spider-Man 2. And then Jake Gyllenhaal came in, trained, tried on the tights, the whole deal. Wow. And that uh, didn't end up playing the part because Toby was like, nope, I'm good. Oh, yeah. man. Damn yeah. it. I knew the first two. I knew the first it two. still brought Jake <laughs> back as a villain, you know, in the in this movie. So I guess it worked uh, out for everybody. Uh, that's good. Yeah. All right. We're back to you, Dana. Okay. All right. Toby or not Toby had to gain weight, had to put on weight to initially play the role in the first Spider-Man in spite in Raimi's first Spider-Man gained weight. Toby. That is true. That is Toby. Yay. You're killing it, Dana. Because he was playing a jockey in Seabiscuit right before. That was two. Oh, oh, but he has been a, a maniac because uh, other than getting, you know, I think gain weight to play Spider-Man means muscle. Is yeah, what uh, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a trick question. Joe wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Toby or not Toby, almost played Ethan Hawke's role in Training Day. Oh, not Toby. You think that's not Toby? I'm sorry. It is Toby. Oh, what? Oh, wow. I, I know, what? right? <laughs> I just can't picture it at all. That's Me so neither. Weird. Same. But I, uh, I actually had to go weird. through quite a few training days, as it turns out, before they changed their minds and put Ethan Hawke in there. Wow. Yeah. Um, next up is Joe. You got to get on the board here, Joe. Otherwise, Dana's going to walk away with this thing. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> we cannot count on Duck. <laughs> <laughs> In high school, his career goal was to become a professional golfer. Um, I, I definitely that, know this. I definitely know this. Uh, oh, shit. But this is... Joe's question. Joe's I'm gonna, question. I'm gonna go with Toby. Doug, what do you think it is? I have no idea. Oh, why do you, <laughs> you definitely know it? <laughs> Damn it. It's kind of Damn weird, it. kind of weird game when you play. Uh, it's not Just Toby. I made it up. Oh, made it up. oh, oh man. Oh. Yeah, he's a nerd. He likes uh, chess and yoga and. Um, uh, something else that's boring. Uh, not the golf. <laughs> Doug, good, right. uh, Doug Meller, good tactic. Cause I was going to go not Toby, but I'm like, Oh, well, if Doug knows this, it's obviously, knowable. that's why I was thought that he would know something that's made up. Is not <laughs> hey, Mellard, uh, okay. I got it. I got to hand it to you. Mellard. That was a good tactic. That yeah. was. All right, Dana, this is it. If you get this one, you, you just walk away with it. Oh my God. Uh, he studied theology in college. Toby or not Toby? He studied theology. In I college. definitely know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the reverse psychology. So if you said it last time, do you mean it this time? Hmm. Well, he studied theology in college. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess he didn't go to I'm gonna guess not Toby. You did it. That is correct. You, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know if he even went to college. I just know that uh, I made up the theology thing. And <laughs> it might not, I don't know what kind of education he could have gotten because he, he's been acting since he was a, a child. Like his first movie, right. he was a teenager. Uh, it was, and that's where he and Toby became lifelong. I mean, Leo became lifelong friends on uh, This Boy's Life. This boy's with, life. That's great. Right. With, great with Robert De Niro playing his playing his actual age. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, this was a fun one that I had. Uh, if the game had kept going, I was I was voted most sexiest vegetarian by PETA in 2007. Toby or not Toby? Doug, do you feel like you know that one? Uh, can you repeat it? Was voted most sexiest vegetarian by PETA in 2007. <laughs> no, I will not repeat it. <laughs> I'm going to say Toby. 
Not Toby. Because oh. <laughs> he got that title in 2002. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Good question. Wow. All right. So Dana won that mother grabber, and that means that uh, Dana gets to go first in our next and final game of the day, which we will play right after this break. We'll be right back. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. We're back. Let's play a game that I've been playing a lot lately because it's fun, it's unpredictable, and even someone like Trey Galleon can win. (laughs) (laughs) It's a game called The Little Search Engine That Could. Now, I typed a word just today into the search engine on the Internet Movie Database, IMDb. IMDb, uh, IMDb. I typed it in there, and then I wrote down the top eight movies that are currently in the algorithm. Like, in other words, they're popular on IMDb because they're being searched because people in the movies are currently in the news or the movie itself is getting a lot of attention. Uh, That's how this algorithm works on IMDb. Uh, It's a little unpredictable. And the word that I typed in, so start thinking of movie titles with this word in it, but don't say any yet. The word, happy 2023, everybody. The word is new. Lots of movies over the years with the word new in the title. And it's spelled N-E-W. There's no, uh, I I knew what you did last night. There's no new K-N-E-W. This is just N-E-W new. You'll each get three guesses, but we'll take turns doing one guess at a time. So it'll be three rounds of guesses, and we'll eliminate from the list uh, every time uh, somebody gets one. And the number of points you get are based on how high the list it is. If it's number one, you get eight points. All the way down to number eight, you get one point. After three rounds, we add up the points, and we should have ourselves a winner. Might be a tie, and then we'll settle it somehow, probably with a coin toss where I just like sit here and pretend to flip it and then just say whoever I feel like should be the winner. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, so Dana, you get to go first, uh, and then we're going to go to we'll switch the order around. We'll go to Joe, then to Doug. That's going to be your order in this game. And uh, Dana, please tell me, with the hopes of it being the number one most searched on IMDb word, movie with the word "new" in the title, what do you think that could be? Uh, well, I only have been able to think of one, and that's Gangs of New York. I think you'll think of more as you hear others being suggested and, you know, you have a little bit more time. It's, you know, you'll have a second to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of maybe catch up mentally or think of one. And, you know, not, not to mention the fact that, you know, sometimes one title will make, you know, just make you think of another. In this mm-hmm. case, the guys might have thought of something else after hearing Gangs of New York, but you get four points because it is number five on the list. Yeah. Um tallest to- top hat in motion pictures in gangs of New York on uh, what's his name's head, Daniel, Daniel. Day Lewis uh, until he made Lincoln and that top, <laughs> he topped his own record. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. Uh, okay. So Dana's got uh, four points. That is a strong lead in a game where, you know, there remains uh, available only about 17 or 14 more points. Uh, Joe, What's your first first guess of a movie with the word new in it? A New Hope, the Star Wars one? All right. Now, you know I love exact titles on this program. Oh, God. Uh, So let's break it down. It's a Star Wars movie? mm Mm-hmm. It's one of the episodes? Yes. I I don't remember which episode it is, though. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's think about this for a second. There was the first trilogy was one, two, three three then uh-huh. the second trilogy would fill in before the last trilogy was uh you know seven eight nine 
Okay. And that's why there was no nine because seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I, no, there was I nine admit, altogether. What's that? I, I think it's four. Okay. And then what else? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, you said the word new already. Uh, oh, it's, oh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Very good. We got there. Number, six on, number six on the list worth three points. Sweet. All right. All right. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, well, that next time will be easier. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a dentist. So I'm not here to pull these answers out of you like teeth. Doug. <laughs> uh, I'm. God, I hope this is in there. Escape from New York. Oh, dude, that is a great one. But I guess, you know, just in this particular moment, it falls after number eight somewhere because uh, it's got to be in there somewhere because it does have the word new in it. Damn. But unfortunately, didn't make the cut right now. And also Escape from L.A. didn't make it either because, you know, that doesn't have new in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Escape from L.A. or Escape to L.A.? Uh, I think it might have been from... I think it's from. I just remember Steve Buscemi surfing in the middle of like downtown San Diego, <laughs> LA. Okay, um, we're back to uh, to Dana. Have you I thought mean, of it, anything in the interim? Yeah, I, but it also is still just with the title New York in it, so I don't know if that's fair play. Because, um, but uh, it's absolutely fair play. It's okay, whether it's on the list or not. Okay, there, so okay. All right, let me make sure because I know you just said you're a stickler for titles. I, it's like it's the <laughs> I can't believe them. It's the sequel to Home Alone, and it's called like Home Alone something New York something new. I know it ends in New York. <laughs> Home Alone, Lost, Lost in New York. I don't know. Gone that is in New correct. York. Alone. In oh, really? Wait, which one is it? Which one is it? It's what you just said. You managed to somehow say it. <laughs> I have no idea what I said. <laughs> you were like, I don't know, Home Alone 2, uh, I don't know, Lost, I don't know, in New York, Lost in New York. Yeah, it's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Really? That's it? That's the uh, title, yes. Yay. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, and I love your style of play because that's the number one movie on the list. No, oh, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, so that's worth a whopping eight points. These guys are gonna. Have a lot oh of man! To to oh, wait, man. I'm sorry. Pause. We have the <laughs> there, wait. Wait, that's higher than Gangs of New York. Yeah, it's number one because we're just coming out of uh, the holiday season when people are oh. typing in holiday movies. Everybody's talking about. For some reason, people are passing out pictures of Macaulay Culkin now and Macaulay Culkin then. It's been showing up on the internet for some reason. I don't know. Oh, he looks yeah. looks fine to me. And then. Um, you know, of course, there's a gentleman that appears in the film that people like to be mad about. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Search the title as well. Uh, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Tim Curry. All right. So um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't like Brenda Fricker. She's the pigeon lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pigeon shit lady. I love her. Yeah, she's nice. All right, Joe. <laughs> You got to give uh, it a hard go. We need you to land one of these top, top ones. Is it, uh, there's, well, I'm going to go with, was it like New Year's Eve? We're happy mm. New Year. What was the one? Let's pick, um, New, New Year's Eve. Mm. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Good one. You did exactly what I was hoping you'd do. Yeah, it's number two on the list New Year's Eve starring Hillary Swank. Seth Myers and a bunch of other people. All right. Yay. <laughs> yeah. One of those Gary Marshall holiday movies that's it, it, and it, oh, and it's like it's like over two hours long, and two characters are stuck in an elevator during much of it. So every time we see those two characters, we're just in an elevator, which is just stealing Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts on a plane throughout uh, Valentine's Day. Anyway, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so formulaic, but that was worth seven points, Joe. So you're, you're All right. points. You are within striking distance. I don't want to use that expression because, you know, that's not nobody should be hitting anybody. But Doug, <laughs> Doug, you seem destined to not be able to uh, win this thing. But let's we could be a spoiler. I'm what else hoping, have you got, Doug? I'm hoping this is in there because of the holiday thing. But Gremlins 2. 
the new uh, uh, wait the new batch or a new batch the new batch i love the way all of you are good at, at just guessing at uh these titles because <laughs> uh you know i have to take the first thing you say and doug you got it right the first time then got oh, it wrong you. when you tried to correct it <laughs> <laughs> it's gremlins to the new batch yeah okay yeah yeah and it's number eight on the list. Ah, barely. But Doug, you did Yay, the bare Doug. minimum to get, you've got the bare amount of points. Perfect. To, to have points. And that's one. <laughs> so we have Dana has 12 points. Joe has 10 points. And it's always a pleasure to talk to Doug Mellard. <laughs> Our third round begins now. Dana, can you solidify your lead by picking one more? There's only three titles left that are in the top eight that you haven't named. Uh, what do you think might be in there? Uh, only again, the only other one I can think of, which is Autumn in New York with uh, Winona Ryder and <laughs> and uh, Keanu and Reeves Gere. or Richard Gere, well, Richard Gere, Richard Gere. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw a clip the other day of how about the time Taylor Swift met Richard Gere and didn't didn't recognize him. Oh, yeah. And like sad. Chicago was her favorite movie. And she's like standing there talking to Richard Gere. And she goes, what's, what's your name? Oh my um, God. Maybe he had CGI on his face and she couldn't recognize him when he was <laughs> aged backwards. I know. That guy still looks really good, doesn't he? He does. Yes. That's why he's a piece of the heart throb. Crazy. It's crazy. Sexy okay. Man. Um, Wait, what did you say? <laughs> the movie Autumn in New York. Oh my, I feel oh, like yeah, I'm cheating because right. all I keep saying is New York. Yeah, but, no, but Autumn in New York is uh, not, didn't make the list. No. But um, you're still Dana. a whopping 12 points. So Joe has to pull. Uh, actually, any of these would do it. If Joe got number seven, that would uh, tie things up. And if he got number three or number four, he's the winner today. Uh, do you have any more movies with new in the title, Joe? I, I do. And on the subject of Martin Scorsese, how about New York, New York? Uh, another, I think, excellent guess, but unfortunately, a, a movie that really has no reason for anybody to be talking about it right now. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Liza yeah. Minnelli's still with us. She still has, there's still a Twitter account that just every time anything dies or goes out of fashion, it says that Liza Minnelli has outlived it. <laughs> and um, great. I, I fucking love it, but I'm so sad about the concept of Liza Minnelli dying and then just having to go, well, that's the end of that. Um, <laughs> but that is the end of that in terms of our scores. Dana, you did it. You're our winner today. Uh, Yay. Congratulations. Um, and then game. let me tell you, let me tell you what. Uh, can, I, can I throw <laughs> one in there? Maybe. What you missed. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be on here. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got, Doug? New Jack City? Oh. Nope. nope. Yeah. These are these are real tough ones. These are ones that I don't know why anyone would come up with them. Uh, at number seven, Downton Abbey, A New Era. That's a oh. movie? That's wow. what the Downton Abbey movie wow. was subtitled, A New mm -hmm. Era. Missed yeah. That. Exactly. Uh. And then um, – from the superhero world, one that uh, I never saw and it got kind of it feel, felt like it got a lot of negative attention. The New Mutants. Oh, weird. Mm. Yeah. Escape from New York couldn't bounce that. No, but I think that's just because people are always having some, always looking into these, you know, uh, yeah. DC and Marvel movies and trying, mm -hmm. to be, yeah. know, trying to be angry about it. And then. <laughs> <laughs> number three if you want to really be angry about a movie that does not deserve to be on a list new in town starring renee zellweger oh what as that, that was girl that moves to the midwest and doesn't know how to work a stove what was on the tip of my tongue yeah <laughs> i think it's because it's snowy and christmasy maybe like is, uh, is that a recently currently popular? No, it's a it's a good it's a it's a pre uh, her looking like a different person. Ah, gotcha. It was when she still looked like Renee Renee Zellweger, gotcha. Gotcha. and now she's a character actress who just is gonna like gain weight and do prosthetics and stuff every time. Mm. Um, good for her, I say. Uh, she was a really good uh, Judy Garland. I just wish that oh, movie no. was worth, you know, was more entertaining. These, these bio when people win for biopics. The movies are never the star, you know, it's always mm -hmm. the person playing the part. Um, 
Well, congratulations, Dana D. Lorenzo. You did it. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> I have never won today. a game. You get to do your <laughs> plugs first. What would you like to plug besides the fact that the disappearance of Toby Blackwood is currently available on VOD? Oh, what do I like to plug? Um, I'd like to plug that. That's what I'd like to plug. <laughs> I said you can plug anything else. I got your plug out of uh, your big plug or your current plug. The reason we're all here today, out of the way. But what uh, else? What about your social media? Where can people? Oh, watch right, you? right. Yes, that. Sorry. Uh, That's all right. I'm Dana. D <laughs> no I'm. I'm so excited. I actually won a game. I've never won a game in my life. Um, at I'm Dana DiLorenzo uh, uh, on on the socials or Dana DiLorenzo official and uh, a couple of things coming out in the new year to uh, to stay tuned for. But I'm not allowed to say them yet. So we'll see. OK. But at Dana DiLorenzo. At I'm yeah. Dana DiLorenzo. D-E, not D-I. That's right. Capital L. Mofo. Keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Oh, speaking of Doug's. <laughs> Doug, Doug Mellard. Uh, besides your, the film and our podcast together, what else have you got to plug? Oh, just uh, find me on the social at Doug Mellard, and uh, you know, watch uh, Gremlins Two: The New Batch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find me on social. You'll find my stand-up dates coming up and all that stuff. So. If you don't have time to watch it, just type it into the IMDb search engine so you're trying to give it a little boost. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get it up the list a little bit. Um, but I don't know how often people are going to be like, I want to watch a movie, but it has to have the word new in the title. <laughs> so type that into IMDb and watch that movie. Home Alone 2, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, Joe Ahern, you have been an incredible guest. Oh, thank you. A wonderful first timer. Um, and again, all, all the work that you did on the film and, and Dana and Doug and the, the whole cast, I, I just really, uh, the whole, whole thing's very charming. And I hope people uh, check it out. And uh, what is there anything else you need to uh, get out there? Uh, anything no, else you I, want to promote? I don't have anything to plug uh, because they're all in script format. So uh, <laughs> uh, Doug and I are working on a, a new project, but um, yeah, there's no plugging of that of any kind just yet. Um, all right. Well, when yeah. you're writing it, you know, and trying to write a character for me, keep in mind my hair is much longer now. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for having us, Doug. I really yeah. appreciate it. And um, yeah, I hope people see the movie. We, oh, yeah. we worked worked What's our your butts social, off on Joe? it. Oh, my social, um, the real Joey Mayo on Instagram. I don't know why <laughs> that's still my name on there, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, um, I have. We'll get you on. Uh, we'll get you on Wide World of Dogs to talk about that and uh, awesome. other <laughs> other names, other name stuff, and. Um, uh, for me, January 7th uh, is the next Dynasty typewriter show, uh, Douglas Movies in L.A. at 4.20 in the afternoon. And it's uh, we got a real fun guest lineup. Uh, so uh, get your tickets for that. And all of my info and stuff is at DouglasMovies.com. And then uh, maybe I should have warned you that this was coming, but I hope hopefully you'll know the answer to this, Joe. I end every episode uh, of late by just saying the last line from a motion picture, some iconic last lines and other last lines that you're like, what? That's what they said at the end of, like at the end of thank God it's Friday. Somebody just goes there for some reason. So that's a, you know, closing line. Do you know what the closing line is of, uh, of disappearance of Toby Blackwood? Yeah. It's, we had a little bonus scene in the credits. It's, um, don't be afraid of death West. It's just a state of mind. And then Doug says that line as I'm running off camera. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Yeah. West? Yeah, West is my character's name. He's oh, shouting. I was, like, yeah. I was like, West? What? Yeah. Don't yeah, be said, afraid of the West. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don't be afraid <laughs> of death, West. And then what? what's the rest of it? It's just a state of mind. <laughs> I mean, classic. It's ready to go down in history. Yeah, see, that's that's a good closing line. Do you know the closing line before the bonus scene? Like, if we're talking, um, somebody doesn't see the bonus scene. What's the last line? Um, Would it be oh shit? It might be oh shit with the big. Uh, that's yeah, why you needed oh something. Shit. Yeah, you needed something more yeah. eloquent for the actual last line of the sure last line of <laughs> Something a little more tasteful, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
but I believe it is oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to close with the, 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 the final, final line from your movie. Cause that's, that's really throwing a monkey wrench into my uh, last lines thing. <laughs> Plus also a lot of times the last line is like, you know, uh, a bunch of lines, you know, and you just read the very last one. It, it really doesn't make any sense out of context, but this is a good one. So uh, thank you to Dana DiLorenzo. We'll have you back on the show soon as a returning champion. And thank you. Doug, and Doug Mellard and Joe Ahern and uh, everyone involved. Thank you, everyone involved with this prince of Toby Blackwood. And as always, don't be afraid of death, Wes. It's just a state of mind. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.